Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from MasterTheMontessoriLife.com, the place for Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized Montessori guides, nurture happy, normalized children, and create smooth, successful Montessori days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. Good day, everyone. How is everything going? Hi, this is Tanya Wright with Master the Montessori Life Show. How are you doing? I can't believe that today is episode 63 already. So let's get to our um, housekeeping notes real fast. I just want you to know that whenever you want to see all of my live trainings, you say, what? You are in episode 63. That means I have 62 to, to catch up on. Well, there's more than that. There are three longer trainings for now, uh, 90 minutes long that are instant access and all of that good stuff that you can find. All you have to do is go to masterthemontessorilife.com and click on the tab called live trainings on the homepage, and it will take you exactly to where you want to go. All right. I also want to let you know that we have two Facebook groups. One is for Montessori only, and that is called the Montessori Way Prep Room. All you have to do is go to Facebook and in the search window, search for the Montessori Way Prep Room and request to join. Answer the questions. You will be let in a lot faster than if you don't answer the questions to be let in. Okay. I just want to make sure that everyone in there is actually Montessori for real. And that way we can really stay focused on the topic. And if you are homeschooling, whether you're doing Montessori or any other kind of homeschool uh, method, it's totally fine. You're welcome to join the natural homeschool community. And that one is for homeschoolers in general. Anyone that is homeschooling, you can go to the natural homeschool community Facebook group. It, both groups are free. Both groups are awesome, but they're just focusing on different things. Yes, if you are doing Montessori in your homeschool, then you do qualify for both groups. Uh, but just so you know that the one group is Montessori strictly only. The other one is homeschool, whatever it is that you're doing in your homeschool. We're focusing on the homeschool part, okay? And one last thing, I also want to let you know that you can sign up for our emails, okay? You don't want to miss a thing. You want to know exactly when a new resource is coming up, when there's a sale, when there's a new training, whenever there is um, anything, anything that's going on, a new article, whatever it is, I let you know without spamming you, without giving your information out to others or anything like that. I just want to stay in touch with you and I want you to keep moving forward in your Montessori journey. So that means that you need to be in the know of what is going on. Okay. So in my 18 plus years of Montessori training, I know that one of the biggest things is communication and being able to stay up to date. If you are all of a sudden isolated and you're doing your own thing, then you're going to miss out and you're going to feel lost. I don't want you to feel that way, okay? So today's topic, episode 63, 
is called Montessori Culture, Teaching Children About Their Country. Now, when this is airing, it is really close to the 4th of July. Here in the United States, as you know, we celebrate Independence Day. And there are all, there are all sorts of historical and meaningful things around that holiday. So we honor the American flag, we learn about our country, we honor our country and all of that good stuff. But these principles that I'm going to be teaching you today can be applied to any country, okay? So you can teach about your country if you're here in the United States, but then you can use those same principles and move on to other countries and make your children well-rounded individuals. What I love to do was always um, to focus on my country and then focus on one country in each of the continents and kind of circle, cycle back and cycle back and cycle back. So every time we go to a continent, they're learning about a different country in that continent, okay? So, except for Antarctica, of course, because there's no countries there. But you get the point. So, uh, let's get started with our training today. I can't wait to see what you think, and I can't wait for you to learn more about this. And you can turn around today after listening to this and teach it to your children. Start applying the principles immediately. Teaching children about their country in a Montessori environment is an exciting and rewarding experience. The Montessori approach to learning encourages exploration, investigation, and creativity, as I'm sure that you know. At this time, it helps students develop an understanding of the world around them. All right. Through hands-on activities, discussions, and a variety of materials such as globes or maps, children can learn more about their country as well as other countries around the world. Here are three key elements to teach children about their country in a Montessori way, okay? So remember that this recording is going to be on the blog with the video and the audio of this training as well as the slides and additional notes, additional resources and all of that good stuff. So to, in order to do that, make sure that you go to Mon masterthemontessorilife.com and then you can search and the search window, your search window will be your best friend when it comes to my website. I'm serious. You will search teaching children about their country. Or you can search episode 63. One of the two will take you to the right place. Okay. So you will be learning and you will be able to share this information with others. So you're going to go to the homepage, masterthemontessorilife.com. And then right there, you will see the search window across the top. You will either type in the phrase teaching children about their country, because that is part of the title of today's training, or you can type episode 63 and it should take you right to where you need to be. All right, let's keep going. Number one, teach the country's location. 
When teaching children about their country in a Montessori environment, it is important to involve them in hands-on activities that allow them to explore and to investigate without getting in trouble or without um, breaking things and such. You know the Montessori environment. It's always open for exploration and discovery. Maps, globes, and even three-part cards are excellent materials for teaching the location of countries around the world. You can focus on teaching the child about your country specifically by using a continent uh, three-part card set. You can use, for example, the puzzle map um, of the United States if you live in the United States. And so just get creative. Look through the materials that you have. Look into this training. If you are catching this training somewhere else, then make sure that you go to masterthemontessorilife.com and search for this, and you will have a lot more resources in there. Maps can be used as an interactive tool. Students can locate different countries on the map by pointing out their names or flags. Globes provide a three-dimensional representation of our planet where children can identify various continents and oceans that they have learned about. When they know a little bit more about the world, then it's easier for them to recognize or remember to, where to locate their country. If they know the Atlantic Ocean, if they know the Pacific Ocean or anything like that, they will be able to recognize and locate their country a lot more easily. Three-part cards are my favorite. So I'm always, always pushing them on people because they have been so helpful. And you can actually use them for any topic, for any subject, for any lesson under the sun, literally. Three-part cards are also useful tools for introducing geography concepts such as identifying landforms, capital cities, or flags associated with that country. These resources help bring the concept of geography alive. They will engage children in learning about their own country as well as other nations around the globe as you decide to start teaching them about the different countries. Now, if you go to my website or you go to shop.masterthemontessorilife.com, in the shop, I have a bunch of resources that have to do with geography. I have an awesome lacing activity for the continents, and then I have the three-part cards, and I have the flags of the world and all that good stuff. So make sure that you visit the website and the shop. I have also several articles regarding um, the geography, okay? the geography topic, the culture topic. Number two, let's go to slide number two, the national flag, the country's flag. Make sure that you teach them what it looks like and the colors. The national flag of a country is an important symbol that helps to unite people from different backgrounds. When teaching children about their country in a Montessori setting, it is important to introduce the flag as well. If you want to go deeper, you can also explain its significance. For example, the colors and the shapes and the things that they represent. 
those are important things as well. For example, with the American flag, there is significance in the red and the white and the blue. There's significance in the stars. There's significance in the stripes. So you want to learn all of that if you want to go deeper. Flags can be used as a creative tool for drawing and painting activities as well. It is, it is uh, definitely a source of inspiration for writing stories or poems if you wanted to go that route with the older children. By creating a flag in the classroom, children can gain a deeper understanding of the colors and the symbols which represent their country. Additionally, as a group activity, children can learn about the different countries, maybe the countries surrounding them, or maybe countries that start with the same letter, or countries in the same continent, things like that. Just get creative, whichever way you want to do it. Maybe countries that other children in your class are from. Maybe you are in the United States, but not all children are from the United States. Maybe you want to focus on the United States for a time. And then when you're done with that unit, then you want to do these three points, but with other students' countries. They will love that because children will love to share their culture and the classmates will, lear will, learn, um, will love to learn about the culture. They can also compare the flags side by side to explore how each flag is unique and meaningful. See if they have matching colors or matching shapes or matching significance. Those are fun things to do because then they stay with the children. They remember those things about countries when they are able to find similarities. Teaching children about their country's flag is an important part of a Montessori education. You, the Montessori guide, can use flags as a creative tool, like I said, for painting and drawing. So you can even incorporate that into your art part of the day. Comparing flags, like I said, is also fun. Have a discussion. Talk about the history and the meaning behind the flags. The students can gain a deeper understanding of why it symbolizes what it does to a nation. There are more important things that you can do besides introducing the flag. Teaching children about the national anthem, which is the song that you sing that represents that country, and also the Pledge of Allegiance to the country's flag are also important part of Montessori education. By learning both the words and melody to the national anthem, students will gain an appreciation for their country's history and culture. Additionally, discussing the meaning behind the words of the Pledge of Allegiance can help students understand its importance and why it is recited in public spaces. Through these activities, the children will gain understanding of the patriotism and loyalty associated with their country. So speaking of which, I want to show you a little something just for one minute, and I will be right back and give you point number three in today's training. Okay, so watch this. Teach your child Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States, the Montessori way. You get the lesson plan, 
and wonderful visuals to help you and the child learn the Pledge of Allegiance to the United States flag. Simply follow the instructions in the lesson plan with all of the extensions as the child is getting older and mastering the different levels of learning. Go to shop.masterthemontessorilife.com and search pledge. Again, go to shop.masterthemontessorilife.com and search pledge. We're back with point number three in our training. To teach the country's language. I know that if you are living in a country, you most likely speak the language. But sometimes it is important to use these principles to focus on uh, the reading part and the writing part of some very, very basic words that are used in your country. And then, like I said, these three principles that I'm teaching you today are universal. You can use for any country. So obviously, when you go into teaching about other countries that are not necessarily the child's uh, country of birth, they will go into this part, which would be a foreign language to them. And if you go to shop.masterthemontessorilife, com, you will find wonderful resources um, on uh, foreign languages as well. So make sure that you are completely ready and engaged in every topic uh, that we're talking about here. So you're going to teach the country's language. Learning a country's language is an essential part of understanding its culture and history. In a Montessori environment, educators can use hands-on activities. This is to help children learn the basics of their country's language in an engaging way. By introducing basic vocabulary words such as hello, goodbye, and help, students will gain familiarity with the language. They will also be able to communicate more easily with people from different backgrounds. So basically one way to introduce the basics of a country's language in a Montessori classroom is through visual aids, such as flashcards or posters, hands-on works, right? Flashcards are especially effective for teaching basic vocabulary if the children already know how to read because they provide both the images and the words, which make it easier for children to understand new concepts. For example, you can have a child waving, facing, you know, you can see their face and they're waving for hello. And then you can show the child with, um, you see the back of the child waving and that would mean goodbye because that means that they are leaving, they're saying goodbye, okay? And then help in sign language is you put your thumb like this, um, your fist and then your hand underneath and then you lift it up. So basically you can show that or you can show a child 
you know, picture of a child maybe um, needing help carrying something heavy or a child that fell over and they're needing help, things like that. So you can get creative when you make your three-part cards to teach these language uh, basic vocabulary words. Posters or Montessori hands-on work, such as my favorite three-part cards featuring phrases or words, like I said, hello or goodbye, can also be hung around the classroom so that students have constant reminders of these words throughout the day. Additionally, teachers can create games using these materials, which allow children to practice speaking while having fun at the same time. Another useful tool for teaching children about their country's language is obviously music. So like I said, in doing the flag, you use you can introduce into art, you do the national anthem, um, you can introduce into music, but also you can do other things with music. Listening to songs, for example, that are sung in other languages helps young learners become familiar with pronunciation and intonation patterns that are key elements for any foreign tongue. Music also helps keep students in the learning process, making it fun and effective way to introduce the language concepts. So for example, I was mentioning the Pledge of Allegiance. We have this, which you saw the little commercial for, and it is the Pledge of Allegiance to the United States activity. It comes with the lesson plan. You know, the Pledge of Allegiance is a promise or commitment often made by citizens and visitors alike. You can notice this, especially during times such as national holidays or parades or sports events. When done with intention and respect, it demonstrates loyalty, patriotism, and dedication to one's country. This wonderful activity provides children with a tactile experience that links them to both body language and physical representation together, helping them understand the symbolism behind each line of the pledge and enables them to practice while saying it from memory. So in the lesson plan, you will see the materials that you need, how to set up the lesson, how long the lesson will take, the ages for the children that this lesson is for, the lessons themselves, the direct aim and secondary aim, and so much more. You are going to love to know that it is extremely affordable as well. So like I said, it can't get any better than this. So get yours today by going to shop.masterthemontessorilife.com. And all you have to do is search in the search window, type the word pledge, and it will take you to that wonderful resource. So let's wrap this lesson up real quick by teaching love for country in Montessori culture. By teaching children about their country through activities and materials such as maps, globes, and three-part cards, they will gain a better understanding of their own culture as well as cultures of other countries. This knowledge is essential for developing a sense of global citizenship and empathy towards others. 
through hands-on investigation, children will be able to gain an appreciation for the world around them and learn more about the Montessori culture. Overall, Montessori culture, one of my favorite subjects, allows children to learn about their country in a fun and engaging way by teaching them these three key elements that I mentioned today, the location of their country, its flag, and its language, children will gain a better understanding of their culture. Through these activities, they will develop a better sense of the world and how different countries do things differently. They are not the center of the universe, right? We need to make them part of that awareness of other countries, other cultures, other people. Incorporating Montessori culture in the classroom is a great way to bring children closer to their world and show them the importance of cultural awareness, like I just said. It also teaches them that different cultures should be celebrated rather than feared. With this understanding, the world can become much more unified and peaceful. So I hope that you enjoyed this training today and that these three points have really helped you. Remember, always go to masterthemontessorilife.com for the latest. But if you wanted to get more details and resources about today's training, then search for episode 63 or the, the phrase that we are using for the title of today's training, which is teaching children about their country. If you type Montessori culture, you're going to find a ton of blog posts on that. So I want uh, I wouldn't want you to get distracted on that. So just go straight to that one. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, I will see you continue your Montessori journey. All right. Bye. I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to. And I love that you chose Master the Montessori Life Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with MasterTheMontessoriLife.com. I hope that you will take the time to digest the training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful Montessori days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.